my name is Giselle and this is my podcast, Smells Like New Talent. In this podcast, I talk to several upcoming musicians about them, their music and their future visions. If you're looking for new music, this is the place to be. This episode, The Sheratons. from the Sheratons. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Awesome. We're good. We're good. So, Kane, you're the singer of the band. Finn, you're the guitarist. That's correct, yeah. Yeah. Could you quickly tell something about the band? Well, um, we've been going for a couple of years now. We've uh, just released our third single this year in and amongst all of this uh, that's going on. But... um, Nonetheless, we've uh, we've managed to keep it going and keep some good momentum and do some live streams and uh, it's kind of really it. We're at the point we're at, really, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And and when when did you start making music together? Um, about uh, three 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 or four years ago. It's been sort of evolving for quite a few years, but three years ago is when. Sorry, two years ago actually. Excuse me. Two years ago is when our, our first single, "These Kids." Uh, was released in summer 2018. Cool. So um, the band is called the Sheratons. Where does that name come from? The name comes from uh, the headstock of uh, Noel Gallagher's uh, Epiphone Sheraton. He used at uh, Main Road when they played at Main Road Oasis. For all the Oasis fans. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, um, I I used to be, I still am, but um, I, was, uh, I was incredibly taken by uh, Oasis in my early music days and... Uh, I just thought, why not the Sheratons? And it's stuck ever since. And I don't think it's a terrible name, to be honest. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, the band has four members. Um, what mm-hmm. do each of you contribute to the group? Well, there's quite a wide variety of us, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, um, me and Ken, we've been friends for, you know, since we were kids. So, I mean, we've always had that connection, very similar music taste. Yeah. And then... Uh, the drummer, you know, and the bassist, they also bring their own bits, a bit more of a modern style. I mean, I've, I've always preferred older music, and I think Ken would agree as well, some of the yeah. um, earlier yeah. stuff. Whereas uh, the drummer and the bassist, uh, we've got more of a modern music taste, and you can, that comes across in our influences and in our sound, really. Yeah. So, um, Ken, you're the frontman. Um, what's it like yes. being a frontman of a band? <laughs> it's um it's pretty good it's pretty good it's uh it's good i've 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 actually got i think um on a serious note i actually think i've probably got the easiest job in terms of the musical side of it because obviously i i'm singing um which is just the final part of everything i definitely have the easiest job musically i think and uh if, despite it's, it's kind of ironic because despite everybody kind of obviously always looking at the front man i think it's the band behind them that are obviously doing all, all the foundation work for me just to sing over. So I enjoy it, but I'm I'm grateful for all of us. You know, it's good. Yeah. So, and do you write the lyrics or does the whole band write lyrics? Uh, I, I, I do the lyrics, okay. um, but, and obviously the rest, as, as a band, we sort of come up with the music, but we, I, I do the lyrics, yeah. Yeah. So uh, you released a single every year since 2017, if, if I'm correct. Um 
What's the difference between the band when you just started and the band now? Mm, that's a good question. It's um, I probably say just being wiser. Yeah. You know, uh, this whole this whole process is, has been a learning curve since day one, and we're still learning now. I mean, you know, what I mean. So I feel like from the difference between when we started and now is that we know more, we know what we're doing, you know, we know how to achieve things. Because in the early days, you didn't really know how to achieve things. You just it was trial and error. You tried mm. something. If it worked, it worked. If it didn't, it didn't. Whereas I feel like now we've kind of we put the blocks in place into how to do things now. And I feel like we're better for that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the first song is called Battle Days um, and it isn't on Spotify. Uh, what's the reason for that? The reason for that is the thing with Better Days is it was actually more of a demo that and uh, we was considering actually taking it off YouTube because it is a demo of when we were quite young and we uh, we were still refining our sound. But the, the song itself has actually been praised quite a lot by a lot of people, really. So I thought it would be best to leave it on YouTube. But that's kind of just a bit of a prerequisite to... All, all that was to all that's to come, all of the better stuff to come, the yeah. better days to come afterwards, you see. band member made a playlist on spotify with songs in it that you're listening yes. to um finn let's yep. start with you um you have loads of upcoming bands in it um but also the cooks falls the blackies the drums loyal mm. Kana. um would you say that those upcoming bands have an equal influence on your guitar playing as those bigger artists oh 100 percent, 100 i mean there's a lot of upcoming bands which take from you know some of the early stuff the foundations And obviously that's great to listen to, but there's people coming through now that are putting a spin on that, which no one's really heard before. Yeah. So, you know, it's just it's just a, another avenue to infl have an influence from, you know, early stuff, new stuff. It's all, you know, it all contributes into one thing. Yeah. And in what way um, does that music influence you or inspire you? Well, um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think a lot of music lovers can share when you listen to a song and you go, wow, okay, this is something different. This is something new. This is a fresh sound. And just taking, just taking influences from say, oh, they've done this, they played this in a certain way, or they've structured it in this certain way. And you go, oh, I haven't really seen that before. So oh, I'll, I'll try and see if I can work that into my own stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Kane, you have some more older musicians in it, um, like Cohen yeah. Gang, Neil Young, Supertram, David Bowie, John Lennon. Um, do you try to incorporate that older sound in your own music? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's kind of it's kind of along the same vein of what Finn just said, but I sort of incorporate obviously those uh, those older artists definitely. And um, well, I, th I think every every artist. Um, I've gone through phases with a lot of them artists in my playlist, Bowie and John Lennon and the Beatles and uh, Supertramp, Neil Young. You know, I, I, I kind of go through really weird months of um, obsessing over over them and then I kind of move on from them. But I've, I've retained sort of uh, the spark of what makes them unique, if you understand me. And yeah. um, I try to apply it the best we can. But the good thing about 
Finn, Emma, and Alex, uh, the three of them definitely, even though Finn does does uh, lean on some older music from time to time, the good thing about the three of them having uh, a more modern taste is that when I put the stuff forward that's influenced me, they can update it a little bit because obviously mine's coming from older stuff. That you know, They put a modern spin on it because of the modern music they're listening to, you see. Yeah, and that creates a whole new sound, I guess. Well, yeah, um, it, 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 yeah. I mean, uh, I don't think I'd, it, maybe a new sound. I, I, I don't know. It's just, I don't think we try really hard to. It just so happens that's how it is at the moment. Yeah. So um, when you write songs, how does it go? Um, do you have certain days that you come together and work on music, or is there one of you that starts writing the music? Take me with you in that writing process. How does it go? Uh, well. Um... Usually we start off with something, uh, someone someone will have been, you know, just fiddling at home on their instrument and maybe got a riff or uh, a few chords and then we'll practice mostly every week and uh, someone will go, oh, check this out, guys, I wrote this. And you do it and you think, right, okay, there's a bit of potential there. So then everyone comes together, all four of us, and we basically try and plan out a full song from that small little piece that somebody brought in. And to be honest, that way it's better because everybody gets their input yeah you know what i mean it's not just one person bringing a full song it's everybody gets their input and obviously as coming back to the influences everyone can put input their influence onto the song and then what comes out is a sharing song made two music videos uh, one for these kids and one for part of a picture um yeah. how do you experience making music videos uh i've 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 always quite enjoyed the process i mean the the interest the interesting thing is uh, they always end up going slightly differently to what we expect anyway um yeah. in terms of we'll show up on the day with a with a bit of an idea of of, of a narrative if you will but they kind of just end up they kind of end up being fun though and that's what what really matters i mean I, I, I don't think we take them too seriously i don't think we try to put some sort of deep you know meaning our uh, uh what's the word subtle subtle you know i mean there's there's no underlying theme in them really yeah. um we just have fun we we rent out you know it, in the two videos there've been spaces local to us that have been kind enough to kind of rent rent the space out and there's there's all sorts of stuff lying about. So, for example, in these kids, it were a workshop. You know, there were a few tools hanging about, and they end up in the video. It was a uh, for part of a picture. It was a creative space, uh, which had loads of ridiculous um, objects lying around. And so we put we, we just oh yeah, have this in the scene. Just do do something silly with it or whatever. And that's really it. It's not serious. Yeah. So y you just come up with the idea on the day itself, basically. Um, well, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a loose idea, like with these kids, for example, the, the, the idea was meant to be, uh, uh, Jeff, as he's called in the video, the, the point of him was to be sort of like some kids TV show host who's, who's actually really resentful and, and ironically doesn't like children or whatever. He, he hates his job or whatever. Um, but you can't really see that too much in, in, in the music video because, again, it's just, it's a two-minute 
whatever 30 song, you know, it's it's not a serious storyline. And we're part of a picture. Um, the storyline's basically going out and, you know, experiencing parts of life in a cafeteria. Someone's at a house party. Someone's in a library. You know, it, it's pretty simple stuff. Um, your latest song is called Raving and Drooling. Um, what's yes. the story behind that song? How did the writing start? Uh, the writing started with a, with a riff that uh, had been knocking around for quite a few years, actually. And it was a, and it's a riff. The, the interesting thing with that song, that is a classic example of, of, of us evolving, um, not only as, as a band, but evolving a song. Started off with, with the main riff in the verses, and then it's like, right, we, the chorus we used to have for it, we used to play it live with a different chorus, and the chorus was uh, was pretty, you know, substandard, really. Uh, one day, it's like, right, we've got a new chorus for it. This sounds pretty good. Let's have it as the next single, really. Again, it's it's this thing of sort of evolving. It's kind of... There's no, it wasn't like it came in as a complete song, and all right, brilliant, this is it. It, it evolved, and it, it actually evolved over quite a long time, did that song. Yeah, and, and what's the song about? Uh, the song, the song's just an observation on on the side of British culture, which I think, um, like for example, with Oasis with cigarettes and alcohol, obviously it's it's a bit of a British analysis of cigarettes and alcohol. And Arctic Monkeys sort of wrote a lot about um, about British angst, maybe kind of the the angst that uh, that's ridden amongst us us over here. And I thought, well, we've done kind of a bit two songs that are a bit general let's maybe let's maybe you know take a bit of inspiration from those kinds of songs that observe the culture we're part of you know for your tracks was made by this lead space graphic artist called, called Eloise Foy. Uh, what's it like when you get to see that artwork for the first, first time and kind of yeah get to see another one's another person's interpretation of your song? Oh, it's brilliant. Um, I mean, all massive credit due to uh, to Eloise to be honest, the designer because I mean every time we've gone to her to do the artwork, it's been unbelievable. Yeah. You know, she knocks it out of the park every single time. You yeah, know, I think she's, um, yeah, she's, she, she's what I, she, she, I regard her as the fifth Sheraton really, because she is very much in tune with, with our, with our songs and with, with everything that we're about. And, and she has arguably maybe the most important role because obviously that cover artwork is the first thing that new people clicking our Spotify page, clicking our Facebook page, do you know what I mean? That is the first thing that they're met with when they see us. And yeah. and she sums us up perfectly in that artwork and it's brilliant. 
Yeah, cool. So, um, every episode I play a game in which the artist has to answer as many this or that questions as possible in exactly one minute. Um, is there one of you that would like to represent the Sheratons and try to beat the other artists? You know what I mean? Do you want to do it, Finn? I can do it, you can do it, it's up to you. Go I'll on, do it. You do it well. Go on, let's have, let's have Wait, a go. Go on, Finn, you do it, you do it, you go on. Okay, I'll take uh, the timer. Um, you have to beat 22 uh, answered questions if you want to be first place. So, uh, that's quite a few. <laughs> so, well, am I answering uh, what, one, or the, one or the other? Yeah, I ask two things and you choose one of them. Okay. Okay, are you ready? Yes. Okay, three, two, one. Headphones or speakers? Speakers. Metal or punk? Punk. Digital or vinyl? Vinyl. 70s or 80s? 80s. The Clash or Pink Floyd? Ooh, the Clash. <laughs> Festival tent or open air? Festival tent. Lyrics or melody? Lyrics. Make music or play a live show? Live shows. DJ or singer-songwriter? Singer-songwriter. Billie Eilish or Taylor Swift? Oof. Billie Eilish. One-hit wonder or never get famous? One-hit wonder. Leave it while you can. <laughs> Piano or strings? Piano. EU tour or US tour? Gotta got be Europe. Dance or sing? Dance. <laughs> intro or outro? Uh, intro. And watch a music video or watch a concert video? Music video. Yes, time's up. You've got 16 questions answered. That's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. Shared 8th place. 8th place? Yeah. Who's above <laughs> us? Who's above us? Uh, yeah, loads of uh, other musicians, but uh, <laughs> but there are some bene- uh, under you, so it's it's not bad. Uh, we'll so- check it. Hey, look, look, we'll, 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 we'll check eighth. We'll check eighth. We'll check eighth. Yeah. So um, I asked, uh, make music or play a live show. You said play a live show. Um, you played quite some gigs already. What do you like so much about them? Oh, well, I mean, gigs are great. <laughs> I think as a, as a musician, everybody can relate. There is no better feeling than getting up in front of, you know, coming onto a stage in front of 200, 300 people, playing your own music, seeing people like your own music. I don't think there's anything better. Yeah. And what's uh, the Sheraton's show like? Uh, I'd say energetic, energetic. Uh, a good laugh. And a proper little party. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So um, I also asked One Hit Wonder or Never Get Famous. One Hit Wonder uh, was the one you chose. Why? That is an interesting question, actually. I was thinking about that. you got to think One Hit Wonder because you either slog away for 50 years and never make it. Yeah. Or you might get one year of everything. Yeah. And I think I'd rather take that one year of everything for the experience. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So um, I saw on Instagram that the recording of your fourth fourth single is finished. Um, what can we expect? It's um, we can we can expect. Thankfully, I am glad to report we can expect it to um, up the ante again from Raven and Julian, uh, which is good. Which is good news because when we the when we did Raven and Julian, uh, with it being so loud and heavy, I thought 
dear me, you know, what we're going to do next? How's it going to go? But this this song, again, another song, and, and it's evolving so much that even though we've recorded it, it's still evolving now because it doesn't actually currently have a name that we're all happy with anyway. But we went in uh, with this song that has been evolving for about a year, and we walked out of the studio in one day, and it was like, yeah, okay, this is a song that could definitely give Raven and Julian a run for its money, which is uh, yeah. all we can hope for, really. I'm yeah. very excited for this one. Very excited. I'm very excited for everybody to hear it as well. Well, I'm yeah. excited too to hear it. Um, so, are there other things you're working on at the moment? Um, um, songwriting, just, just, writing the next yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. There's not, you can't, we can't really gig at the moment. I mean, we've got the next show we've got booked in is the headline show in Leeds on March the 23rd next year. But, I mean, it's we're all still kind of hold, holding out. Hopefully it goes ahead. We hope it goes ahead. Yeah. But we don't really know with the situation. Yeah, so for now it's just write, writing music as much as yeah. you can. And, uh, yeah. yeah. But when we do come back, we'll be another level up. Yeah, cool. Um, thank you very much for being on the podcast. Thank you. Thank, thank you very you much. much. An incredible interview. An incredible interview. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the 12th episode of the Smells Like New Talents podcast. This episode with the Sheratons. If you haven't heard the previous episodes yet, you can find them in your favorite podcast app or red video on YouTube. Also, if you're listening to this podcast via Apple Music, I would appreciate it a lot if you could leave a review. And if you are an upcoming musician and you want to be featured in this podcast, please DM me on Instagram at smellslikenewtalent or send an email to smellslikenewtalent at gmail.com.